powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. The Toronto Maple Leafs lost an actual National Hockey League game to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for them! They just lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for the team! It could have been worse, Flames fans. It could have been worse. The Calgary Flames could have lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for the team. Welcome to Game Over Calgary. My name is Adi James. Joining me again today, my good pal James Johnson. Um, and this is the two-year anniversary of the infamous Steve Dangle LFR. I believe it was LFR 13 um, when the Toronto Maple Leafs lost to the Carolina Hurricanes against David Ayers. So I would be remiss if I didn't at least put the clip in. Robert already saying Steve is going to kill me. That's okay. It, it, it's well worth it. If I get written up, I don't know. I haven't been written up yet. Uh, I've, I've tested the limits. I've pushed buttons. I've bit the hand that feeds, if you will. But I could not not play this because it's the, <laughs> it's the two-year anniversary, and um, that, was, that was fun. But welcome to the show, JJ. It was, uh, it was a game, man. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a game. I almost had to break out Old Faithful. I had it waiting beside me this whole time it because was I was, I was like... damn sure that we were going to have to break it out. Oh, like, you know that Pierre Dorian clip where I think it's David Amber asks Pierre Dorian what's he think, what he thinks about the Ottawa Senators, and he says, we're a team. That's, yep. that's the Calgary Flames. They're, yep. they're a team. They're a team. Uh, I'll correct myself as well. Uh, Rob pointing out it's the three-year anniversary, so that's uh, yes. to make matters worse. Sorry, I checked YouTube. It hadn't must not have updated because it said two years, um, but I guess the LFR was uploaded, uploaded, uploaded later uh, in the evening, if I could get my words out. So it would have updated for three <laughs> years by now. But either way, that was a game. That is a yeah. hockey team that played against another hockey team at an arena that was that was that camera angle. I mean, oh my God, that was bad. I was t <laughs> I sent a message out and I said, I'm pretty sure the dragons on any given night have a better camera angle in the AJHL. <laughs> uh and that's a camera that's ran by a dragon's healthy scratch uh so a player who has no interest in running the camera is running the huh. camera any given night and it's a better camera angle but that was quite the uh quite the view for quite a game oh man like i think like the first period i had such a headache just from that angle like the final couple periods i did adjust to it but i saw you tweeted out i saw a bunch of people tweeting out and i was like how do Arizona fans want? Well, I mean, there's not many of them anyway. But, no. Uh, oh, um, spicy <laughs> I, uh, but I wouldn't bet against a Arizona seller because apparently they've been selling out. But hey, want to bet? Then get on the get in on the action with Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Let's go, Blue Jays! Uh, bet pregame, live and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play. And cash out, head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Or if you are in the beautiful province of Ontario, the motherland, as I like to call it, um, download the app using the QR code at the bottom of the screen. This guy right here will be on the screen for the duration of the show. If you're in Ontario, be sure to uh, scan that. And if you're with Sports Interaction already, it'll take you right to it. If not, it's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus 
Please play responsibly. And if you or anybody you know has any gambling problems, please be sure to check the show notes in the comments. Lots of re- or in the in the description, excuse me. Lots of resources in there for you to reach out and get some help with gambling. Okay. Um, it could have been the use of Alamaki Revenge Tour. He got a point. He played pretty well. I think he actually played a pretty solid game. Um, I was impressed. I was impressed too, and it, it was it shed a slight tear. Um, yeah. heading, heading back to our days of when we uh, had the privilege to chat with, uh, <sighs> one sushi juice, such a good dude. Love that guy. Man. Such a good dude. Yeah. He, he, he's, uh, I'm glad he's thriving in, uh, in Arizona. He signed an extension as well, which is nice. So, uh, hopefully his career gets back on track in the desert. Um, sushi juice, sushi juice, baby. Yeah. Mr. Sushi. If juice. you know, you know, if you know, you know, and, and Hey, Clay Mo, who is also a barn burner guest is now a part of SDPN as well. Uh, joining Kaya and uh, and Sam Chang with uh, Game Over Vancouver, so lots of uh, lots of connections there to the OG Barn Burner. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a game. I, I have some notes here. Uh, one of the things I kind of wanted to start with is goaltending, because everybody and in, in myself included, I'll eat my shoe, I'll eat crow, whatever the case may be, whatever people want me to eat. Uh, to, to, I'll eat my words. A lot of people calling for more Vladar starts and it was rightfully so for a while, but the past few starts coming into this game, Vladar posting an 899, uh, save percentage and a 279 goals against average. So that coming into that game, both flames goaltenders coming in below 900 Markstrom at 889 and 293 respectively. Um, halfway through the game, he was at like 750 save percentage. And they finished the game do the Yotes with 14 shots on goal, three of which entered the back of the net. <laughs> and there were probably three shots within the last five minutes of the game because it did not look like they were going to surpass uh, 10. It didn't look like no. they were going to eclipse the 10 mark. Um, cause for concern. Do you think that goaltending uh, is starting to be a bit more of a, a prevalent issue with the Calgary Flames, uh, seeing as Vladar has had a couple back-to-back stinkers and Markstrom has kind of been on that stinker all year. I think it's the biggest issue now, if nothing else. I mean, Huberto had a bad game tonight, but I think he's kind of turned things around. Mm -hmm. But, man, Vladar was so good for, like, the first half of the season, and now... I think it was Detroit uh, last Thursday where I think he had like a 792 save percentage. Now this game, what did he end with tonight here? Let me just check. Probably like under 800 again, I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. I mean, the quick math math on the top of my head says it's not very good. Like that's that's rough, man. And Markstrom has been putrid. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, like, when you're out shooting a team, what were the final shots? Like, 51 to 14? 52 to 14 in favor of Calgary. Like, just based on those shots, you would think the game is, like, 4-1. Maybe even (laughs) 5-1. You would think. And and but, and and to the to the credit of of uh, of Ladar and left-handed penman pointing it out and other people in the chat as well saying hey uh, give him a bit of a break good power play goal a two on one a ten of own goal 
Um, they people were know. saying, "What were the Yotes' high danger chances?" Because he made some good saves. Yeah, I can I can understand that too, but I don't think we're having that same conversation if the Flames lose this game, uh, and they still put up fifty two shots. Well, we might not be. It might not be the main focus because if they still put up fifty two shots and uh, laid a stinker that way, I think we're talking about more finishing, which has kind of been another topic all year that the Flames uh, have have greatly struggled with. Um, but going the other way and talking about Karel Vimelka, um, or as Ryan Pender okay. likes to call him, Caramel Venti Mocha, um, <laughs> he had himself a good game. He is he's so good, man. 52 shots faced. The, the Flames uh, peppered him, and, and they weren't the usual perimeter shots. They were getting down low. They were getting some chances uh, pretty close. Uh, 46 save performance in the loss. Uh, your thoughts on Vimelka tonight? Veg Vesna, baby. Like, yeah. He's been my like sneaky fantasy pickup in most of my leagues because I reached high on Demko in one league. I had Markstrom in another league. Like my goaltending has just been shit. Kind yeah. of similar to the Flames. Yep. So Veg Melka has been a guy that I've always because he's he's always available. Because I even saw some Flames fans this morning saying like, "Who is this guy?" And I'm like. You don't know who he is? Like yeah. He's having- oh yeah, he's- I saw in I'll call him out in the dome. They're like, who yeah. is who is Carol Karel Vamelka? I'm like Vesna, baby. What? Like-, like he's been he's been the story with the like he's been a, a top trade chip too for the Yotes. Like some team is going to go out and pay for Karel Vamelka, uh likely for the rest of the year. We'll see what happens. But like so, to not know, like he he played he's played against the Flames before. This isn't the first time the Flames have have uh, have have seen uh, this guy. He is twelfth in goals saved above expected in the entire league with twelve point nine. So without him, the Kyles are probably bottom of the barrel, and yeah. with him, I think they're fifth last in the league. Yeah, they probably want to get rid of him. <laughs> they probably yeah, should. They're probably- <laughs> Go on a vacation. Stop like, being so I... good. Please, yeah. for the love of God, there's this guy waiting in the ranks called Connor Bedard who uh, we're trying to. And, and and the Yotes are notorious for that, too. Let's not forget that Mike Smith was once an Arizona Coyote leading this team to a conference final, which was Ugh. crazy. He, he, he was yeah. making 50, 50 save uh, wins when he was a Coyote for, for years. He was so good with the Yotes. And I'm not knocking Vimelka, but it's more so just a uh, – um, more so just a, a knock at the Yotes and, and kind of how historically bad they are at allowing so many chances and having to rely on guys like Mike Smith who stood on his head and now Karel Vimelka as well. Um, yeah. Let's, let's, let's head to the comments first. Uh, check out what's going on in the chat before we get ahead of ourselves too far. Cause there's a few things that I wanted to bring up with you as well in regards to maybe some more positive things, because like, I had full intentions, and I'll be fully transparent with you. I had full intentions on coming into this uh, this game over call and going full Leafs lose to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver, Steve, <laughs> um, talking about the Flames losing to an AHL team pretty much. I can't really say that because they've got some good players, some good pieces, but uh, a team that they should have beat, and they did beat, so we don't have to, we don't have to go down that avenue. Um, Conrad saying, I better praise him because – at 3-1, he said he was cursed. So he said he stopped watching the game at 3-1, went and played FIFA instead, and the Calgary Flames come back to win. I might add as well, can we put the Audi curse to bed? This is two in a row. That's a streak, I baby. Don't know, That's two man. in a row. 
and it's a winning here's, record. Uh, here's what I'll add to that. Okay. All right, go ahead. The last two games you have had me on. That's which, true. And do you know what my record is now on Game Over? You've been on five. This is your fifth time, sixth time. So you're five zero and one. I am. You have five, no regulation losses. One. That's pretty damn I'm good. I'm like Boston Bruins level right now, man. Like I, ah. I think it's maybe the Audi curse hasn't died yet, but maybe you're just kind of getting some. You know, maybe it's the JJ got like something over your shoulder. The JJ you bump. <laughs> the JJ bump. The JJ bump. It's funny because I was texting uh, the STPN group chat today, and I was like. Hey, like, you know, I got James coming on again. I booked him in ages ago. Um, you know, is it a bat? Is it, is it too, like, is it okay if I have a back-to-back guest? Because like last time was obviously, uh, the, the previous guest couldn't make it and I had to call you in as an e-bug and e-bug. Rob's like, Robert was like, oh yeah, of course. Everybody loves James. Like, yeah, the, the chat loves Hi. James. Everybody loves James. Robert's like, yeah, go ahead. Oh. Um, so, so if that's any credit, Ooh. a lot of people uh, in the chat appreciating you as well. Um, Coyotes are 13-9-2 at home and 7-20-7 and on the road. This Yotes team can wow. win games at home if you let them. And they were almost, uh, they were almost uh, capable of doing so tonight. Um, Billy Thrasher saying, Audi get a win. Don't know if I can handle it. I can hardly either. Um, let's see here. Worst flame for me tonight was Anderson, which I hate saying because I love that guy, but his positioning was terrible. That one coming from Wyatt. Um, at one point, Vimelka had a 975 and Vladar had a 625. I'm as happy with a successful must-win as the next guy, but that still unsettles me a little bit, that one coming from Gabriel so, Claire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a tough that's a tough one to read. Uh, Doogie, what's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, yo, what's up, Audie? Good Flames win, and it shows what happens when you have someone like Dewar with energy and hop on the fourth line who's hungry. We're going to touch on yes. Walker Dewar in a little bit because um, I found myself saying, holy hell, the fourth line looks like the best line through like the first 40 minutes of the game. And then I remembered, Oh, there's this guy who's playing on that fourth line now who just happens to have some speed, some scoring touch, a little burst of youth to kind of motivate the lug boats on the, uh, on the fourth line. Um, and he made Milan Lucic look good tonight. I'll say it. He, uh, he made Milan Lucic look okay to that. You gotta, you gotta give credit when credit's due. Milan Lucic right, was not as what? detrimental tonight as he normally is. He shot the puck at the net and went in. <laughs> good, good job, Milan, I guess. I don't know. But Walker Dewar, we'll talk about it later. Love that, man. We will. So, we will. We will. Um, you and Steve Dangle hoping Vimelka gets traded for their fantasy teams. This is uh, probably true, I'm sure, for you. Oh, um, yeah. Please. Uh, Vimelka is probably going to be traded for a high draft pick. The Yotes have already got 18 draft picks in the first three rounds over the next three years, which is crazy. I saw that graphic on the broadcast today. Uh, Francis saying that he has never seen a team have 18 picks in the first three rounds for three years in a row. Yeah, like that's crazy. That's unheard of. That's a stupid amount of draft picks. Yeah. What's that? Three, six. Yeah, that's like an entire, an entire. Uh, four lines and then what's the what's the math there two four it's an entire forward line and three d pairings yeah Yeah, you can pretty much ice an entire new team entire team pretty much that's crazy that's crazy to me um the conrad curse is real that is correct uh but you 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 saved yourself by turning the game off uh we'll call steve and hire date hire jj that one coming from robert Ooh. eyes emoji 
Um, <laughs> give props to Peltier. Can't wait for the younger guys, Zari, Coronado, and Wolf to come up next year. That one coming from Monty. And then Robert saying, Walker, Texas Ranger, South Dakota, and Dewar. Dewar? Dewar? I hardly know her. I was. Waiting. Oh, I love that joke. I was waiting for that. We're gonna talk. I, you know what? No better way to segue than uh, than to talk about Walker Dewar uh, right now because he was incredible. I'm just pulling up the uh, the final game sheet tonight to see kind of what his stat line looked like. Um, what was his number? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what number? Yeah, I hope nobody asked. I know Julian's in Arizona right now. Uh, I really hope he doesn't ask him about Dewar. Okay, but for a fourth line from the from the fourth line, Walker Dewar finished with one goal, one assist for two points, uh, plus one, which is a great stat. We all love plus minus. Um, four shots on goal, which is great. One hit. Any guesses how much ice time Walker Dewar had tonight? Hmm. I want to say like let's say let's nine. set the over under over under um 11. Ooh. Ooh. That's more than I expected. I was going to guess like 947, but maybe I'll jump it up to like 1053. 1302. What? Which is unprecedented for Daryl Sutter. <laughs> right? That's that's unheard of. That's unheard of ice time for a guy <laughs> of that age who's who's a recent call up um injected into the lineup yeah that's that's good right 1302 what was lucic's ice time milan lucic played okay you want to play the guessing game yeah i'm gonna guess i'm not gonna set an over under like 1102 1317 Ugh, okay. 15 so. more seconds. Uh to put that into perspective, um Trevor Lewis played 1246. Um so he was still like among the bottom. They just deployed the fourth line a lot more. They really spread the ice time out amongst forward groups it seems. Like Makes sense like Pelche. Yeah, Pelche played 1415. Um let's see among forwards it looks as though Da, 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 da. 1625 for Mangiapani looks like that kind of led the way uh, and then a, right. a whopping 22 minutes and 19 seconds for Noah Hannafin led the way uh, for defenseman as well so um, yeah they kind of spread things out and I kind of got into the rabbit hole looking at time on ice but to talk to bring it back to Walker Dewar um, Dewar Dewar oh, yeah, that I joke's never going to get old that joke's no. never, ever, ever gonna get old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it was great to see what he brought to that fourth line. I liked, I, I like actually reading that time on ice and seeing him get more, getting rewarded with more ice time. Um, but he he looked stellar out there. Oh yeah, like I don't know. Some people know this on Twitter. I was a big Garnett Hathaway guy mm-hmm. when he was in Calgary. I was like. This is your ideal fourth liner because he's not like a big lug that just makes my eyes hurt when he's skating around the ice. Right. Kermit Hathaway is fast and he's got, you know, he's plays on the edge, all that kind of stuff. And I liked Walker Dewar when the Flames signed him. And I was like, this is, this is a Garnett Hathaway clone. I'm going to like this guy a lot. And boom, 
Sure he's exactly that's exactly what he is and i like i like him great name great story i think he's the first player from south dakota to ever play in the league like that's crazy too fun. don't you think that's crazy south dakota's own walker doer yeah 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 uh, south dakota's very own the first to ever do it uh the best to ever <laughs> do it he's the best he's the first. best that's got to be cool too he's the best hockey player from south dakota in I really addition, hope we're getting that right and he's not from like North Dakota. I'm pretty sure it's south. I'm pretty sure it's okay. south. If anybody in chat wants to uh wants to wants to correct us, I'm pretty certain I was it's South sure, Dakota. Yeah. I feel like North Dakota, because they got Nodak, which is a pretty yeah. like I'm pretty sure is a div one school. Um you would imagine that would have some influence on hockey out there, and I'm pretty sure there's players from North Dakota in the NHL. Um, I so. but that's just a that's just a blind guess that's a shot in the dark that's a yeah that's a throw it dart at the dartboard and, and hope that <laughs> wins um <laughs> south dakota is just prairie and a monument says j money <laughs> um yeah so 31 people in chat thank you for swinging by this has been game over calgary so far uh the calgary flames winning six to three over the arizona coyotes in a nail biter of a contest um what could have been a uh, a real heartbreak turns out to close. turns <laughs> out to it, it it had all the makings of being one of the most flamesy and and the, the craziest thing about this game is it just completely summarizes the flame season this year right the up and down yep. the up and down the good the bad the shit the you know like it had a little bit of everything had a little bit of everything the power play was good tonight but like looked at i looked at the um where they rank in the league i believe coming into the game they they were at 19 percent on the power play which was good for 25th in the nhl how uh kirk muller is still employed god love the guy (laughs) but like that's a that's an abysmal fucking power play number and, and you know that man just runs the power play um but yeah, good on him, I guess, for securing a securing a job and, and, and keeping it real there. But um, yeah, it could have been could have been uh, catastrophic. Uh, but to the thirty one people, we appreciate you being here. Please be sure to like the stream, share it, uh, get some more people in here. As we uh, <laughs> a lot of people like it when I say I stole the line from PK. As we put a bow on game over Calgary uh, on the eve of a win over the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, another player I wanted to talk about. And it shouldn't come as much of a surprise, but Jacob Peltier had himself a fucking whale of a game. That kid is going to be a stud, and we're just seeing uh, we're just seeing the start of it right now. We're just w- witnessing the tip of the iceberg uh, for the potential with this kid. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think size is an issue, and I, I sure know his number now. Yeah, so, yeah, Daryl, what number is he now? Yeah, what it, do you know? you know i think uh, i think you yeah come or, back to me i'll think about it yeah no but he's i mean this flames team for the first half of the season well they're still kind of boring but they're better now because they're getting a youth injection me you many people on social media have been asking for young players to be injected into this lineup because it was so goddamn boring for so oh, yeah. long oh yeah and we got matthew phillips for like a day and do you know how much like that tweet got like 2000 likes and everyone was so happy and then they brought him up and then sent him down and i was like yeah. well 
I guess I, I guess we're Ben Davis. I don't think he's ever gonna play for the Flames again. Which is so sad because I know you love him and I know I love him, but Yeah. I uh I I'm fairly certain that he will never ever wear the flaming C again. Um Probably and that's not. no knock at the player. Everybody knows how much you and I love the guy and and you know, I talked to like when I even talking with Julian the other day about it and it's like yeah, I mean I think it's just a like not just an us thing but like, you know, other people who have the same kind of fascination with Pelt or uh, with Phillips. It's just uh I don't think that it's going to it's it's not going to continue the way that everybody thinks it is because everybody mm. seemingly has a guy like Maddie Phillips. The only difference is the Flames could use a guy uh, like Maddie Phillips. Nifty Nifty saying uh, you shut your mouth, Audie. And I hope that one is in regards to me saying that. <laughs> I never think I'll see him again. The problem is, is he's a UFA this year. He's going to go somewhere else. Maybe a place like Arizona where he's gonna play everyday NHL minutes, like that would be good. Like I don't know, Chicago, don't you think? Anaheim, yeah, like a team that's on the uh, a, a team that's like, you know, just gonna fill like like Phillips is too good for the A, I think, but just like not quite there at the NHL level yet. And I feel like that's kind of how everybody saw Valimaki coming into this year too. And uh, look at him. Look, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Not the same way. Not this year. But like, you know what I'm trying. I'm. I'm having a hard yeah, time explaining it. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like, like a change of scenery with a team that is going to play him regular minutes in the NHL is going to be his benefit. Um, and we're seeing it with. What I'm trying to say is we're seeing it with Yusuf Alamaki. Uh, it wasn't going to yeah. happen here in Calgary. He goes to Arizona. Look at this. He's got an extension. He's playing every day. Um. He's, he loves the system. He he loves the spot he's in. And I feel like that's just going to be eventually what happens here with Matty Phillips uh, come yeah. come the offseason. No, it's it's what he deserves. Yep. And, like, I want him to get a fair shot. And, like, Valimaki, I think, is top 10 in expected goals against among all defensemen. And I believe he's playing, like, upwards of 17 minutes a game. And, he, and he's running he the power play. One, yeah. Power Remember play. what he said to us when we talked to him? He just wants a chance on the power play and look at how good he is on the power play. Yeah. Like he made a great, great defensive play on that one odd man rush for Calgary there where I thought they were going to score again. And I thought he looked great. I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm assuming based on what I look, what he looked like on the ice, he looked pretty good. So yeah, the yeah. eye test. Nice to see nice to see yeah it's it is nice to see and it's gonna suck to see like a guy like maddie phillips go but um you know a bigger fan of the player than i am of the situation that he's in so i just hope that uh i hope that it works out for him but to to kind of summarize on peltier it's nice to see um that kind of trust factor there like he's still he hasn't been sent down like do you think first of all do you think that peltier has played his final game uh for the calgary wranglers Ooh, um, like, do you think he's 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 working his way to everyday NHLer? I mean, he looks good, but I wouldn't put it past the Calgary Flames to trade like a second round pick for like Nick Bustad because he's six six, and then send Peltier down. I could see that as a possibility. Although, if I was the coach. 
I don't think like I'm not pulling Pelche out of that spot right now. I'm not mm-hmm. even close. Especially after tonight. Goal and assist. They showed him like practicing tipping pucks and stuff and him and Jonathan Huberto have this like father son relationship and stuff. Yeah, and they do. I love it. I know the it's awesome. Connection, like the... we got the storyline. They just need to go get Anthony Duclair now and really solidify that line as the French oh, connection. Yeah. And that I don't think that's going quiet. to happen. Yeah, the the tabarnak line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's uh, let's see what happens there. I don't know, and that kind of leads me to. Like this constant up and down with the Calgary Flames and really not knowing, you know, what they are or or what the direction is. Like, like they're still in the hunt, but they're also like not. If that makes sense, like that's just kind of how it feels. Like it's like, oh fuck, we should just throw in the towel now. But it's also like shit. Like you know, they could they could do a little bit of uh, like go on a little bit of a run. And mm-hmm. uh, and sneak into a wild card spot here if this happens and this happens and this happens, and you know who knows what happens in the playoffs. So I I, I don't really know what's gonna what their direction is, um, but that's gonna dictate what they do come trade deadline, and it's gonna be an interesting March third is gonna be an interesting day. We're nine days away, like it's next Friday. So yeah, like I mean we saw two deals today. Things yep. are picking up, which is fun, but. I mean, Pierre Dorian's been... cooking. PD's cooking. Let Is that he? man cook. Let the man I don't cook. Know, I'm man. calling it. PD's got something up his sleeve. He's cooking. He's going to trade for like Tyler Myers at like <laughs> 25% retained just because he's like 6'8 or something. And be like, we fixed our defense. And I'll be like, no, you have They're going to go get Colton Pareko. <laughs> I don't know. They just I moved mean... out the Zaitsev money. They're bringing it up who knows that does kind of make sense they can't have Uyghur Uyghur's our boy he's staying so I can't believe that got out there. people thought that was that Pagnotta oh yeah it's yeah, always of Pagnotta. course it was you just throw stuff at the wall and it says 18,000 teams are linked to one player oh my god like, it was the chicken article right. where 11 teams were listed I think right that's like yeah. a third of the NHL was listed in the it's same like, article as being linked great, to Jacob Pelletier you're doing great. Great reporting. Like, great, great reporting. But we're not here. To, we're not here to talk no. about that. Um, okay, we're actually gonna start to put a bowl on this episode of Game Over Calgary. Uh, last call for any questions, comments, concerns about tonight's Calgary Flames win six to three over the Arizona Coyotes at Mullet Arena. I tried to find my mullet wig. I do have one somewhere. Um, do I you? used. I do. Yeah, I can't find it, and it might be still be at my parents' house after uh, I moved. I may have left it in my old closet at their place. But uh, I do have a mullet wig from an old, uh, we used to do this thing called the beer Olympics with me and my buddies. And it was just a, we'd, we'd team nice. up. And, and the one year uh, my buddy who was actually on game over the night of the, uh, the night of new year's Eve. And he did the trivia for um, <laughs> guessing the player names, a player, a guy who's never watched hockey. Um, him and I were our dads, but when they were younger, my dad had a mullet nice. when he was younger, so I was uh, I was Tim with the mullet. Um, That's awesome. And yeah, it was it was quite funny. So I do have that that mullet wig somewhere, but I do want a mullet arena mullet. That's that shit's cool. Like I think that's amazing that they handed out those mullets. Yeah, that's cool. I wanna like I was thinking about flying down for this game and checking it out, but 
like the atmosphere just seems cool. I want to see a game there before they leave because it's such just. I don't think we're ever going to see this again. No. So no, it would. And, and I would... don't have to. I wouldn't have to watch the game on the camera angles. So yeah, you'd be living it. You'd be living it, man. Um, Julian was there. Our pal from uh, previously on the show, Mike Gould, was there, uh, covering it for Daily Faceoff and, and Flames Nation. Um, bleh. but um, yeah, good, <laughs> uh, good, 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 good looking atmosphere, and uh, I hope everybody there. There are a lot of Flames fans too. I, I saw, I could hear them uh, cheering. Um, here's a couple questions. <laughs> What's this? Maddie Phillips going to sign with the Oilers and win the cup. Blah. <laughs> Blah. Um, McDavid's winning. Yeah. Jacob Pelche, pocket dog challenge. Jay Money, please elaborate. Uh, Monty saying Daryl needs to go. His old school thinking doesn't work anymore. It's a young man's game. Give the kids the rain. And Gabriel saying, who starts next game, you reckon? Well, they play tomorrow against the Vegas Golden Knights, and mm. it's going to be Markstrom. Yeah, it has to be. It has it's, to it, be. I probably, hmm, how would you have done it? Would you have started Markstrom tonight or would you have stuck with with Vladar? I mean, I probably would have done what Daryl did, to be yeah. honest, to try and give them the best shot of winning in Vegas, even though they've never won in Vegas. And I don't think they will, but who knows? Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. It's uh, it's gonna be It's going to be crucial here. I think they've only got like, um, I think it was in the wind column group chat. I think it was Josh who put it in there about how many games were left against the East and then the remainder are against the West. So it's going to come down to it, it, We're getting down to stretch time. And what was, what was the number? Did you think? I think it's three I think left so. against the East and it's Boston, Toronto, Ottawa. So, yeah. so they'll beat Boston. <laughs> they'll beat Toronto and they'll lose to Ottawa. The sure. flames way, baby. The flames way. Hey, uh, awesome. Thank you guys for, uh, for sticking around. It was a late one. Um, just about 11 o'clock local time here. So thank you for sticking it out. Um, if you're listening on playback, please be sure to give us a good review. Uh, give us a, a subscribe, subscribe to STP and sports on YouTube. Uh, James floor is yours. Everybody you're basically a regular now. Everybody <laughs> knows where you are, but, uh, for the newbies, let them know. Uh, wind column, Win the wincolumn.ca at wincolumn calgary we got got good stuff so yes check this out. yes be sure to uh t- check out the very talented team over at the wind column uh follow james at james johnson yyc on twitter tomorrow the calgary flames take on the vegas golden knights in vegas at t-mobile arena peter klein will have your call for game over calgary um thank you to sdpn thank you to everybody who watched thank you jj and thank you to our friends over at Sports Interaction for sponsoring. Um, and, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Hope you guys enjoy the call tomorrow with Peter against the Vegas Golden Knights. This has been Game Over Calgary on the heels of a Calgary Flames win 6-3 to over the Arizona Coyotes. Be safe, pals, and we will talk to you all later. <laughs> Game Over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.